good morning, Delaware. We are so happy to be here on a Friday that is beautiful with sunshine. So much sunshine. I need the yeah. sunshine. Give me all the sunshine. I'm, I'm very happy for it. We're going to flip our show order today, our regular format, and we're going to bring you our guest the first half of the show um, because... He is a high school teacher. He's mm-hmm. a very busy man, and I hear today he's so got, lucky to get him. Yeah, he's got mm-hmm. a really special event happening um, at Delaware Hayes High School. We've got Mr. Jim Bibbler on the line. Jim, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Well, hi. Good morning, Jim. You are <laughs> on air with the Delaware County District Library <laughs> Off the Shelf Show. Yeah, good morning. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) So uh, we know that you've got a busy day ahead of you today. Real quick, tell us what's happening at the high school today with the house games. Yeah, uh, I wish everybody could see this. It's really crazy. Right now I'm standing in the courtyard watching the kids that are participating in the duct tape fashion show. So they're making uh, an outfit that's supposed to be a villain out of duct tape. Um, Oh, a villain. They even have like a theme, not just an outfit. Yep. Yeah, we have a theme every year. Um, so I'm, I'm watching that right now. But there are five sessions, and there are every department in the school sponsors events. So the art department has, like, four different events, and uh, every, we get everybody signed up, and it's pretty much chaos. <laughs> I love chaos. You know, for years, if I still had it, I would just show up. I used to be duct tape girl, oh. and I had this full-on <laughs> duct tape superhero costume I had made. Oh, I bet that was hot. Yeah. Well, not That's a, what we did last year. It doesn't matter if it's hot because you're awesome in it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. I had so much fun. I love hearing that. You know, you can get the deck tape, guys. Maybe somebody's going to get, you know, a prize out of this. People get scholarships from their duct tape clothes. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, they, so all, we have competitions all year for a house, and then uh, today is like the culmination of the whole season, and so there, there are points for every competition and so everyone's trying to move up and uh, win the house cup that's the big deal oh yeah so (laughs) today is the day anything can happen and the house cup can be claimed by anyone it's it's all up in the air right (laughs) yep that's it yep (laughs) that's awesome well i gave a little bit of a preface so you um teach art at delaware hayes high school and um what are some of the classes that you uh, specifically focus on so I, I get to teach uh, drawing all day, which has kind of always been my, my dream. But I have I could have up to six levels. of So someone could take my class six times. So in one class, I could have multiple levels going on. So I get to teach drawing all day. But we have photography, animation, video editing, ceramics, uh, expressive arts uh, that the art department offers. Do you have a favorite project that you work with the kids on? Something you just look forward to every year? Um, there's, uh, there's a few drawing projects that if I, if I would switch them out, kids would be upset. Um, but I, you know, I try to come up with new stuff all the time, but there are a few, few projects that, uh, I think are really good, just fundamentally for techniques. And so it's, it's more the ones that, uh, that I like that I know kids respond to. So I, I can't mess with those. There, there are kids <laughs> that take the class because they want to do certain yeah. projects. Right, they've heard from their friends. Like, you got to get with Mr. Bibbler, and you got to do this project. Just wait till he does this. Right, right. So, <laughs> yeah. The primary reason why we've got you on with us today is because um, we're we're gearing up for the arts festival in Delaware, mm-hmm. and as part of that, we have an annual partnership with um, all of the art teachers in the county schools, from 
uh, Buckeye Valley to all of the Olentangy High Schools in Delaware City to do an art show at the Delaware Main Library. And Molly and I were so excited yesterday because the uh, teachers came, and yourself included, and set up um, a bunch of art showcasing some of their students' best work. And um, so it's up now through the 22nd mm-hmm. of May. And we were checking it out. You've got some kids with some really beautiful pieces in the show. So tell us about what some what some of the people are going to see when they walk through the library. Uh, well, it's uh, it's always really tough competition with the county. Every time I, I go to take my work over, I'm like amazed. Um, mm-hmm. I have some. I think I have some amazing students, and then I see what everybody's doing, and uh, it's really tough competition. So uh, photography, ceramics drawing, painting, a little bit of everything. But, uh, yeah, very, very talented students in Delaware County. It really is. It's it's a wide variety of of art that we saw. Um, we took some pictures just so we could mm-hmm. remind ourselves of all of the things that we saw. There was one piece in particular. Um, this was from a was Buckeye Valley High School student. They had a, a burned wood against um, like a, a live kind of edge piece of wood that looks like a um, a skull and it the looks interior like right out of the Mütter Museum like it's yeah. like you can see inside someone's head i just i i think i looked at you and i was like is this seriously burnt wood is right. this seriously not sketched yeah. you know <laughs> yeah it, i saw that i it, saw that's really nice it's very very exciting um so we've got the we've got all of the art there we've got the kids who are who are going to be showcased in the show um, is there any other, are there any other art exhibits? Jim, I know Gallery 22 was doing some features. Is that one still up right now? The teacher show, the Delaware City Schools teacher show, uh, was up for two months. It's, it's down now. We're kind of, since the school year is winding down, we're pretty much done with uh, exhibiting work. But throughout the year, we have the Arts Castle show, which is also Delaware County Schools. Then we participate in the Scholastic, which is, Scholastic competition, which is a national competition, and then we do have a student has her work in the Ohio Governor's Show that got selected this year. So, oh, that's exciting! A of, yeah, a lot of work to prepare for. Yeah, do you have students who show at the state fair or the yeah the state fair ever? Um, I from time to time I hear uh, students that they they're aware of the state fair, the county fair. So um, that's kind of an on their own thing, but I. I have heard some students that, that submit work for that. It's it's amazing how how many places there are, there are so many great opportunities to show some of this amazing work. Jim, yeah. if you yeah. had, let's see, we have listeners of, of all ages tuning in and coming in on the podcast. If you had a little bit of advice to give anyone who might consider themselves, you know, oh, I'm a little artistic, what would you say to do to get them to, to hone their skills? Um. Probably just not to be too critical of their work right now. If they enjoy doing it, just to do it a lot and have fun and don't don't judge themselves. I tell students all the time that a lot of their work is is much better than what I did when I was in high school, but I love doing it, so I've just done it consistently over a long period of time and gotten better and better and better. So uh, not to compare yourself to anyone else, just enjoy what you're doing and work hard at it. I think that's what we saw a lot of when we were looking around at the art yesterday was that there uh, was a lot of freedom in the art, like freedom to explore, freedom to try something new. And 
it was beautiful. Some of it made me laugh. Some of it I was like, wow, you know, there's story behind that mm-hmm. that, you know, kind of touches you, too. They really did put themselves into each piece. Yeah, yeah, it's always impressive, fun to see, yeah. All right, Jim. Well, we're going to let you get back to the house games. I could I could hear a little bit of the kids <laughs> giggling in the yeah, background. I have, a, <laughs> I have a whole room of uh, people ready to go with the still life drawing competition. So they're they're pointing at their watch. Looking <laughs> at <me>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we will let you get back to your busy day. Congratulations. Um, all right. On thank you. All of the success of your students this year. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jim. All right, so we are, Molly and I now, we're going to dive into some of the pieces that we saw yesterday. What are some of the highlights that you saw in this art show? Okay, so there's one that I absolutely love, and it's it's a simpler piece, but had to be really hard to make. It's this little chip dip bowl. Uh-huh. Like, if you have a friend coming over, like, this is one of those pieces that I'm like, she's going to be a grandma, or he's going to be a grandma or grandpa one day, and they're going to pull this piece out, right. and they're going to just sit there, and they're going to enjoy it, and it's going to be this moment of just taking them right back. Right. It's pink, and it has a little built-in ceramic bowl to it. Mm-hmm. There is something about it that's just so sweet, so pretty. It's delicate, but you can tell it's got substance when you're near it. Right. I absolutely loved it. One of my favorite pieces, I am always blown away with um, people who use just pencils you know they oh, just yes. they just grab a colored pencil or 20 and yeah. they just play with color and experiment with lines um there's one piece in particular it's by Lila Barnhart and uh, she's a Berlin High School student and it's called Heat of the Moment and it is um about 1 2 3 4 5 different faces and she has used um color to play yes. with contrast and light and she does an amazing job and it's blues and pinks and yellows they end up looking golden. I am just absolutely blown away with uh, just how she played with light, especially yes. in this in this piece. You know, I was also blown away. There are a number of pieces that are digital. Mm-hmm. And I think we started, I saw like one or two and didn't realize how big of a beautiful series this was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I think I looked at you and I'm like, these look like Disney could have made them. Right. Like they just were these beautiful representations some of Spain some from movies but it was just like I would debated did somebody draw this or you know that was really neat because seeing how digital art is starting to become such a normal art piece in our world right and and sometimes the digital was even uh mixed with something that would have been an animation yes. and you're saying oh we love because even Jim on our in our conversation just now mentioned that he's got some kids who in his art class are doing videography which yeah. in my day in high school those would have been two totally separate skill sets but I my love how day videography com- would not have been a class <laughs> <laughs> I love how they're combined because they yes. are it is an art form it is it is absolutely and creating movement and things um I want to make sure that we don't miss one of my favorite pieces yes the clown yeah <laughs> yes they're, talk about the clowns there oh are, my gosh the, clowns seem to be a theme this year and and across all of the high schools so maybe they were inspired I think there was by like it. or there was a week where they were doing horror as the theme or something mm-hmm. but there is one ceramic clown now I have to say many of the other clowns are just jumping out in my head but right. there was one ceramic clown and it had like the red clown hair but that's actual hair that <laughs> You know this is going to be used for the rest of their lives as, like, practical jokes, too. (laughs) Like, I was so, I wanted that because I just want to leave it in people's offices, no comment, Mm -hmm. and see what happens. Yeah. Um, It was the the teeth. You were the one who noticed the teeth. 
I notice I try to get real close to art without touching it. That's very hard for me. It and was very hard. <laughs> tic-tac-toe board. Oh, they can tic-tac-toe That one board. was rough. Um, <laughs> and, and I got very close. And the, the clown utilizes white. So I yes. know, you know, that, that that was a choice to utilize the white. But then you look at the teeth and the teeth were yellowed with um, darkness around the outlines of the teeth. And I was like, that was a choice. It was a choice. And I, I loved it. It was so creepy. I loved it. Creepy, but yet almost like one of those cute clown dolls. Yes. You know, it was it was a beautiful piece, in my opinion. I so. want to talk about one of the features that also comes through um, is jewelry. Yes. And so typically we get teachers who who do some sort of jewelry class. It can be metal. It can be wood. It can be mm-hmm. um, like a polymer clay. But uh, one one student in particular, this is uh, Caitlin Sprader from Berlin High School. She created dragon's armor in her jewelry class. And she has a nice little, I really appreciate it. She has a nice little story behind the dragon's armor. Um, she calls it dragon's protection. And she made this it took her five months to make this piece which consists of 162 scales amazing each one of the scales and the pieces of chain mail that she has put them together were hand cut hand filed and sanded and then she individually put them put them all together to make this gorgeous gorgeous piece that i think she's probably going to be wearing oh yes for the rest of her days when she goes to her renaissance fairs yes. <laughs> and everything like that it is it is this massive beautiful piece that she's got really beautifully displayed on um like a, a bust and a head uh and you can just you can just see the intent that was put you know behind my it. favorite part of it is there's a subtle piece at the end so it's yes. covers both shoulders and it goes all the way down the arm and at the bottom, mm-hmm. it goes to the finger like it's not quite a ring, but it lays on the fingers like a ring. And that subtle detail to me, you know, you've got this strong, you know, woman, but also this lovely little delicate feature at the mm-hmm. end. It, to me, it's just this great story. Yes. Yeah. This we could talk all day, but um, we could. basically <laughs> what you need to know is that this art show is at the Delaware Main Library. It is set up now. We will get more pieces today, um, and it will be on display every minute of the day that we're open through May 22nd. And um, so come down anytime and see it at the Main Library. Appreciate the art that these students have poured their souls into. And um, and then during the week of the 19th and the 20th, uh, stop by the Delaware Art Festival yes. and then pop over to the library. We'll have a book sale that weekend, and we'll have an art show. You can't get enough. There's a piece of art for everyone. So we're going to go to a break. And on the second half of the show, we're going to give our book recommendations. So we'll see you on the other. Well, thank you, Gage. We are so happy to uh, be on this beautiful Friday morning. If you missed the first half of our Mm -hmm. show, go back and listen to our podcast on Monday. We had a guest, Jim Bibbler, join us from Delaware Hayes High School. So much fun. He sent us a picture uh, over the break of his students as they were preparing for their still life art competition. And uh, yes, so it looks like we've got we've got Fairview House, Fulton Creek House, and Ridge House all ready to go with their uh, with their still life drawing memories. They'll never forget. Right, <laughs> it's the best thing. I love the house ideas. I love that. It is it is very cool. My husband is also a high school uh, teacher at Hayes, and he is um, also repping Ridge House today. So sweet, very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So let's talk books. What's happening in your book reading world, Molly? You know, it's actually a reread, but I've never talked about it on the radio. Um, I read a book called Lessons from Second City. Yes, and. Oh, I love Second City. Uh, Second City's the best. Um, and the official title is How Improvis- Improvisation Reverses No But Thinking Improves Creativity and Collaboration. And this is by Kelly Leonard and Tom Yorton. And if you don't know what Second City is, mm-hmm. 
Second City is an improv group where a lot of the famous people that you know have gone through. Mike Myers, Amy Poehler. um, I'm going to forget all the rest. Belushi, I think, went through it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been around forever. And the first idea in improv is that if you set up an improv and you give me a story like, um, all of a sudden I realized maybe I could fly. Mm-hmm. And I jumped off a cliff. And as I started flying, I actually just started falling. But luckily, you had an arm that, and if I throw that to my partner, mm-hmm. and they say, no. Yeah, it kills it. It kills it. Immediately. The improv is over. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. And the take I'm always reading this for is is leadership and management. And this book is really focused there. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, how we do customer service at the library. Right. We have an amazing team who I think their natural instinct is to try to find a way to say yes. Oh, for sure. Um, I absolutely love that. And how do you say yes even if the answer is no? Mm-hmm. Uh, some of you may have come in the library and you have you know, walked in and been like, I need a book on going to Disney. I'd like the newest edition. And we just don't have a copy there. Mm-hmm. But we don't give up. We're going to check many, many resources for you. You can get it digitally. Um, we'll look at reserving one from another library. Um, our librarians, a lot of them love Disney. Why? I, I have no idea. It's the most magical place ever. But it's they will, real life escapism. They will lead you to their podcasts. They'll lead you to their favorite, <laughs> yes. you know, websites. So you you get a little bit more when somebody can take you there. They'll take you a little further. Would you say that yes and and no but can fall within the same category? Because no but is like, I don't want to say no, but here's an alternative I can offer. You know, it's interesting. In Second City, no but is a way to shut people down. Okay. You know, it's where you get that. um, And it's just, I think sometimes you can, but in this book, they're talking about it's no, but we've already tried it. Mm, Or, you know, it's sort of that. I think that um, when you look at things with a yes and attitude. I always give an example. When I worked at Worthington Libraries, um, I had a window office that looked out on the parking lot and there was a no skateboarding sign there. Mm -hmm. But don't worry, somebody had scratched the no out of the sign. Mm -hmm. So it meant just skateboarding. (laughs) But like every day I would sit there and I would yell at the kids and I'd be like, no, you can't skate here, skateboard here. You know, no, you can't. And then one day I'm teaching yes and in customer service and I look at myself and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm not using yes and here. You are not. So I actually talked to my ensemble. So when you're in improv, you have a group you're working with. Well, I talked to my ensemble and I was like, what can we do? You know, mm-hmm. and um, the next time the kids came, I was so excited. I ran out there and I was like, hey, you know, you're amazing skateboarders. And they were. That was no lie. I'd love to see you skate more. The library has a situation where the insurance company won't let us have skateboarders. <laughs> Darn, those insurance agents. I have this great idea, though. Do you know how close you are to a skateboard park? And I had printed out the map to the skateboard park from the library to the skateboard park, and I handed it to them. And I said, also, did you know that we have uh, books about famous skateboarders? We have books about skateboarding tricks. We've got DVDs, you know. And I went through all the resources. I was like, do you want to come in and I can show you some of that? And they said, no. No. But But. I will go. (laughs) Actually, first they stared at me because they knew me. I'm the one who always said no to them and yelled at them. And first they just looked at me funny. Right. And then they were like, you know, we've been wondering where that park was. We've heard some really great things. I was like, I know some skateboarders who are there. I'm sure they'll help you even. Right. And Would you um, like me to walk with you? 
Yeah. No, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will go look more resources up next time. I have to tell you where the park is, right. and it doesn't solve everything right away. It took me a while to keep coming back, but it created a relationship where we could work together. So yeah. the difference with hey, I, I do have to tell you, you can't do this, mm-hmm. but look, you you can do more. Right. So it was really a fun moment when I really sat down and thought about. I dread these teens showing up every day. And that's so sad. A library should be so excited for teens. Oh, sure. Yeah. What can I do to turn this situation into a positive? Right. And to give them ownership of something that they're obviously passionate about. And I give this book total credit. I probably read it every so many years just to refresh myself because it's easy to fall into no thinking. Mm -hmm. It is so easy to fall into negativity and and we've been through some things in the past few years. Mm-hmm. So a nice little yes and refresh is a, it was good timing for me. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I am reading a book that is by an author that I have come to love. I don't typically love um, young adult books because they can be very angst filled and unnecessarily drama laden. And uh, this author, Jeff Zentner, he does a wonderful job. Um, many years ago, I read The Serpent King, which was his debut novel. It's a good one. And it is realistic fiction at its mm-hmm. heart um, that has a heart. It is so beautiful. So Goodbye Days was his, I believe, his second novel, his follow-up. Um, they're not related. They're both independent novels. Goodbye Days is the story of um, a boy named Carver Briggs, who uh, is a part of the the sauce crew and he <laughs> delves into that story in the book um it's him and and three of his best buddies and uh unfortunately the three best buddies are traveling in a car together and carver is waiting for them uh, and he sends a text message that says hey where are you guys are you here yet and the driver of the car answers the text message um, or is in the process of answering the text message when they are involved in a, a car accident which is fatal for all of the members of the car um, so Carver's found himself where he's lost three of his best friends in the entire world. And um, the book opens and he's going to the second funeral and then the third funeral. And it's not a happy book. <laughs> you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's very sad. Um, the reality of the situation of what's caused the accident. Carver living in his own, you know, perceived guilt that mm-hmm. he was the cause of the death, you know. And so what happens is he's he's grieving. Um, he's good best buddies with all of these guys and they know each other's families, of course. Mm-hmm. And so he's hanging out with um, his one friend's grandma. Her name is Nana Betsy. Mm-hmm. And so he's hanging out with Nana Betsy and she they're sharing stories about her grandson who she's lost And she's like, you know, I just wish I had like one more day. I wish that, you know, we all have, wouldn't it be wonderful if we all have pieces of the puzzle that created my Mm -hmm. grandson's life? And if we could all come together one day and put those pieces together to really, you know, complete his puzzle. And she's like, and you're a writer and you could even like write those stories together saying Mm -hmm. it to Carver. And she's like, I just want a day for that just to, you know, be happily like have the last day together that my grandson and I didn't get to have. And so that's where the goodbye days concept comes from. So Carver realizes that kind of everybody needs that day of closure. And he was really one person who knew all three of these friends the best. And so he he makes a way to go around and have a goodbye day with somebody from each of these kids' families. And while it can sound like a really depressing novel, what Jeff Zentner has, and I, I said it earlier, is a ton of heart. And mm-hmm. he 
tells the stories that through flashbacks and as they're reminiscing about these friends that have tons of laughter. I love it. I mean, I found myself within, you know, the second chapter crying. By the fourth chapter, I was laughing. By the ninth chapter, I'm crying again. Mm-hmm. And so he he just balances it so beautifully. So Jeff Zentner is coming this summer. Um, you can mm-hmm. reserve your free seat now. He will be at the Liberty Library on Saturday, July 8th, and you won't want to miss it. We've had such a full day yes. today. We are already at our time. Are I, we? I guess we no want to give some time to our friends at the Delaware City Digest. I guess. <laughs> I guess we'll share. But what you really need to do is you need to go to DelawareLibrary.org and you need to look at all of the programs that we have coming up as we yes. prepare for Summer Reading Club, these wonderful author visits, and beyond. Yes. And you should go to the art show before uh, it's out of the library. Yes. And <laughs> you should do that as well. <laughs> oh, this is what we're doing now. Absolutely. So thank you, Molly, always You're for being welcome, my co-host. Nicole. Thank you, Gage, for running the board. Yep. Thank you to Jim Bibbler, who joined us on the first half of the show. And until next week, we will see you in the stacks.